Let's begin. The last few weeks, the last two weeks, we were learning sort of a Hagdama from the Torah of the Abinazer and his son, the Shem Yishmuel, <coughs> to, to enter into a, a, a sugya in Rav Kook that's going to be coming up over and over through the Sefer. And is one of the main, one of the main themes in all of our Cook's writings, in all of his Torah. The need of teva and chol, kedusha sateva etzisel Shabbos, kedusha sateva. Now, what we were talking about, what we were talking about in the Avni Nezer, was kedusha that we feel intuitively and naturally, that does not require the mulchama, the fight, the struggle, because when Yiddishkeit, when Yiddishkeit is experienced as teva, as nature, as who we are, so then it, it doesn't come with all of that with all of that effort and grief and so on. And we learned that that's the Kedusha of Shabbos. That's the Menucha of Shabbos. And that's the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. There's also Menucha, Nachla, Eretz Yisrael. The Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is Kedusha's Hatera. During the six days of the week, we are, in, we're, we are living in an unnatural state. And in that unnatural state, Yiddishkeit becomes like our second language. And it's forced. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, in Chutzlar, it's we're Michutz, we're outside of our natural element. And, and Yiddishkeit is experienced as something which is outside of who we are. Masherikin Eretz Yisrael's Kedushas HaTeva Shabbos is Teva Yisrael is shining on Shabbos, is shining in Eretz Yisrael. Now, Rav Kook, we go with this Yisod that we learned from the Avinezer to the next level. What troubled Rav Kook most was that we had developed over the years, over the long years of our Gorlis, and we spoke about this in the Mimer, Hadar. <coughs> What developed over the long years of Gorlis was a separation, a split, a division between between Kodesh and Chol. A terrible division between those two worlds. Ad Kedekach, that what appeared in Echisel, in Echisel itself was that there are certain Jews that they live in the world of Kedusha. That's their Indian, Kedusha, holiness. And they're entirely immersed in Torah and Yerushalayim and so on. It's the old Yishuv, 
We spoke about this a lot in the Maimar Hadar. And then you have other Jews, and the other Jews are Chol. They even call them now Chilonim. They're referred to as Chilonim. There's Kodesh and Chol. There are Jews who are Kodesh, and there are Jews who are Chol. The problem with that is we're used to saying Hamavdul ben Kodesh Lachol. Hamavdul ben Kodesh Lachol. So there are Jews that are looked at as Vachidik Eden, six days of the week Jews, and there are Jews that are Shabbos Eden. This is something that sh- which was happening during Golos. The Ratzna Hashem, the Ratzna Hashem, is that Chol and Kodesh, those two worlds, become merged together in Kedushas Yisrael, where the Teva, where the Teva, where the nature of a Jew encompasses everything in his life. It's not that you have the Jewish farmer who's a chiloni, who's michutz, a chutzlar, a weekday Jew, and then you have the Talmud Chacham, the tzaddik, who's a Shabbos Dike Jew. Hashem wants there to be a merging of these two worlds, a healthy integration of these two worlds. Kedusha Sateva. So what happened over the years is there's Echisrael and there's Chutzlars, there's the six days of the week and the Shabbos. We're waiting for Yom Shekula Shabbos, we're waiting for the time everything will be Shabbos, we're waiting for the time that all Jews will return to Echisrael. But that doesn't mean our return to Echisrael, in Rav Kook's mind, did not mean our, our ignoring Teva, our letting go of Teva. It meant the lifting up of Teva, the lifting up of nature, of Chol, all into the world of Kedusha, the merging of Kedush and Chol, not the separation of Kedush and Chol. So some had the vision that, oh, we're going to go back to Yisrael, and when we go back to Yisrael, so then we're not going to work, we're just going to sit and learn all day. And then there are other Jews that had a vision that we're going to finally have our own land, and we're not going to have to be bothered with any of this Yiddishkeit anymore from, the, from Poland and from, and from Hungary. We're going to go to Yisrael, and we're just going to work. We'll be chalutzim. We'll be chilonim and chalutzim. We'll be free. We'll be free. Liot am chavshi Free. So Rav Kook saw this, of course, as a, as a tragic misunderstanding of Yiddishkeit. It's not just Rav Kook in this form. This is a tragic misunderstanding of Yiddishkeit. The, the, the separation of those two worlds, of Kodesh and Chol. The ideal... Now, that is a natural process that took place in Golas. That's Hamavdil, and there is such a thing. That Havdalah, of course. But the Tachlis is the merging of Kodesh and Chol. And when that happens, then the Teva of a Jew is complete, this whole and wholesome. So he explains, look inside, Perik Dalit, Seiv Dalit. I don't know, in the, in the little ones, what page yet? What is that? In the little ones? Samach Beis. In the old one, some page Lama Tez. Perik Dalit, Neretz Chayfetz, Seif Dalit. Hakdusha Shebetava, Hikdusha Seretz Yisrael. Hakdusha Shebetava, Hikdusha Betava. Natural and in nature. We'll see in a second. Hikdusha Seretz Yisrael. Now, of course, we know 
that as a result of Khurban and Garlos, we left, and the Shekhinah came with us. The Shekhinah left with us, and the Shekhinah went into Garlos together with Amis. Now, the fact that the Shekhinah came with us, wherever we went, when we left there to sell, meant that we would establish a relationship with Hashem, and a way of serving Hashem in Chutzlaretz. That was different than the way that it was originally in Eretz Yisrael. In what way? So if Cook writes, Ba'ashchina she'yarda l'golos im Yisrael, hu ha'kishroin lahamid kedusha benigud latava. Now you remember last week in Avinezer, we were talking about this fight that we have, I was talking about a few minutes ago, this need that we have to overcome. We have to overcome the darker impulses. We have to overcome our, our Teva. The Teva says to do terrible, disgusting, horrible things. That's how we feel our Teva, our nature. We feel that our natural inclination is to is to eat too much and to talk lashon hara, and to look at bad things. That's our natural inclination. We feel that as nature. When somebody does something disgusting nowadays, they just say it's human nature. There's that natural inclination, and we feel that is our nature. Chalilu, but we that's that's the we feel that as our nature. And the avod of a Jew, this is the six days of the week in Chutzlaretz, in Golis, the avod of a Jew is, how do I fight against that? Right? So we're all knocked, mamish knocked out from all the years of Golis. Everybody's tired. We're all, you can see we're all tired, right? The way we walk around, the way we go to shul, the way we do things, mitzvahs, we're like, we're like tired, just tired. It's been a long time since it was like natural. Since Yiddishkeit felt like that's my natural inclination. My natural inclination is to be good. Most of me feel that our natural inclination is to be bad. My natural inclination is to do bad things. So we're always tired because it's like a Muhammad. A guy comes to shul, he had, to ready, he had a whole fight just to get to shul. By the time he gets to shul, he's tired. He had to get out of bed. He, had to, he, had to get to, he, he just wanted to stay in bed. He didn't want to, go to get out of bed. He wanted to go to shul. By the time the guy gets to shul, he's already he's at it. He's tired. He's tired. So that... that um, Ability that we have, which is which is itself remarkable, to fight against our natural instincts, to put up a good fight, because self self, we got the shul. So that ability to put up a good fight, that's because the shechina came with us in Tagalos. The shechina came with us in Tagalos, so the shechina descended with us. So we experience Yiddishkeit as an uphill. Climb as as a fight as a mulchama uh, to, to try to learn a little bit. Like people feel like you know if I if I, if I learn a little bit I'm doing the bunch from such a big tayvim. You know. That to come up Ramesh Shapir had to use his brilliant mind to come up with an idea of the dafyomi. So this way he had a hamsaah to get Jews to sit and learn a black gemara a day because otherwise it was hard. But now it's like exciting and fun. You know, it's all thing. You have the daf and you. Go to the stadium at the end and make a party. And all that. So, 
It's unnatural. Instead of instead of us being meshuga to learn a, a, a blad gemara like we can't stop, it's so exciting. So you have to come up with all kinds of hamsaot, you know, all kinds of creative inventions. Of Meshapir is a genius. So Meshapir had this had this einfall of a daf yomi. Everybody said, "Wow!" And now we got millions of Jews that are Hashem. Everybody learning, and a lot of more people learning. And it's fantastic. But it's all this is all goals. It's all part of goals. Daf Yomi is a magnificent thing, but it's a Golas de Kizach. It's Golas. It's a Hamzah. It's a, the way that we get the kids to, to behave. So, with children, you have to do all kinds of, like the Ramam says, with candies and different things to entice them, to get them interested. So, Mayor Shapiro said, we've got to get people learning. They're not learning. So, you had this idea. Daf Yomi is a great idea. This way, wherever you go, you feel good. You have the Daf, and dial the Daf, and call the Daf, and speak to the Daf, and the Daf comes to you, and the Daf is your friend, and the Daf companion Daf, and the computer Daf, and the phone Daf, everything's wrong. Daf, 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 Daf. So this way, everybody's excited, and they make a t-shirt, I, I've known a daf, and I, I'm a daf guy, and we make a So, it's an unbelievable idea. It's an unbelievable idea, but the epidemius is bizarre. It's really bizarre. It's bizarre. There were Jews that, that were meshuggah to learn not a daf a day, but learn ten daf a day. With Rashi and Taisus. But in, when we went, but, but we went to Golis, Yiddishkeit became our second language. And when Yiddishkeit became our second language, we need all kinds of taxisim, all kinds of strategies and ideas and things to be able to make it, to be able to fight against the other side, to be able to fight against the other side. Same thing, so with the computer, so since we're not who we were supposed to be, we're not in a place, in an elevated place, so the computer is that scary, scary monster, and everybody with the, and everybody has to have it, the filters and the things, and to come when you come with the computer, to come with a, with a sword and a shield and a helmet and... And which is true, but it's it's bizarreness. It's a golistic opinion. We spoke about this a thousand times. It's a golist. It's a rachmanis that a Jew has to be afraid that the computer is going to is going to kill him. It's rachmanis. Like why would you why would you give in to that computer? Why would you look at something disgusting on the computer? The terrorist is six days of the week. Chutzlars, golists. And I'm in that place, and I need to have all the help I can get, the filters and the, and the ammunition to fight against the, that monster that's over there that's threatening to kill me. Our ability to do that, which is, which is remarkable, which is itself remarkable. I'm not making fun of it, Chas It's amazing. It's amazing that you and I are Shamimitsis. It's unbelievable that we're Shamimitsis. It's mamish. It's mamish and nace. That's only because the Shekhinah came with us in the Gauls. So the Shechina came with us in the Golis, that's what Rav Kook says. Kishwin that has given us the ability, the Kishwin, the skill, the talent, the ability. So against Teva, against Teva, we in Chutzlars have established lives of holiness. Against Teva. This, this shul and the other shuls were built against Teva. Everything in Chutz is screaming, no shul, no Kedusha, no God, no, no Yisrael, no Elokuz. And despite all of that that's going on in Chutz Jews fought against that, and oftentimes against the court and against the, against the town. We did plenty of that too. They fight against all of that Teva, and, and we made a shul. Jews come, we dive, and we learn. Against Tav. Against Tav. Guy sitting in yeshiva, 
the Teva is saying, why should you sit here with some, with some old book that's talking about uh, all this stuff that's, that looks like it's not in the gate of your life? Why are you sit, sitting in the Teva says, go out, and have a, go out and have a good time. Go to whatever, the University of, uh, of Disney World or Orlando, wherever it's called. Go out to the University over there and they've got palm trees and got pretty girls. Nah, but you have to sit here with an old book talking and, and, and this guy yelling at you about Migo, this and so you have to, What do you have to sit here and listen to this stuff? So, so the, the only way that we're able to do that, all of this stuff which is against our tev, which is against the inclination that we have in Chutzlaretz and Golis, is because the Shechina came with us. Because of the presence of the Shechina in Chutzlaretz, we have this Kishon Lahamed Kedusha B'neged L'Tev. And the, and the stronger the teva, and the stronger that pull towards teva, the greater the miracle that Jews are able to fight against that teva, are able to fight against that teva. But the bottom line is that Golis is a mulchama. Golis is war. It, it means war. It means a fight against teva. I mean, the reason for that is what we're learning from that. We learn from Ebenezer, because we we feel Yiddishkeit as being unnatural. My natural thing is to stay in bed. The unnatural thing is to go to shul. So I have to fight against that. And a lot of guys that they uh, that they, they that they can't fight against. They just can't. So they can't. They can't make it to shul. The teva, the teva one, the teva one. They don't get to shul. Well, he did for a little bit, and then and he can't, and he did a little bit, and he can't. It's a milchama. It's a milchama. But that, that itself is a, is a very remarkable koach that the Jews have in Chutzlar. It's Lahama Kedusha. Who are Kishon Lahama Kedusha benigud l'teva? But that's Kedusha benigud l'teva. We feel Kedusha as being in opposition to our nature. Is that clear? That's a very important point. That's what we, that's what we feel. Kedusha, if you, see, if you see somebody that's like, he's, he's a Kaddish, you see somebody that's a Kaddish, you see, you feel like, wow, that's unbelievable, but, but he's weird. You know? He's strange. He's a strange guy. He's strange. Strange. It's different. This is the same way. You see a person... You have you have guys now. I think if a person goes to shul every day, so they look at him like, "Wow, how's a guy like a mamish goes to shul every day? It's unbelievable, unbelievable." Why is that unbelievable? That's, if that's the teva, that's 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 what you do every day. That's what you do every day. Yeah, you have you have here. I've had wives in the shul telling me that because you, know, you have these guys that they come to shul, you don't see them for two months, and they come to shul, and you don't see them. And the wives say that they beg the husband, they can't try to go. So I always thought it's just they don't come over here. Maybe they're just, I hope that they're davening other places. Sometimes the wives tell me, no, I don't daven anywhere. I don't daven anywhere. They just stay home. And she's so proud if he's able to get to shul. My husband says, it's sadly so proud. My, he got to shul today. He got to shul today. It's crazy. Because, because the Yiddishkeit is like something which is unnatural. It's unnatural. So a chiddush, he came to the Shia, a chiddush. If we would be, if we would be natural in our natural state, 
then, then if there's a Shia, then every Shia that, that's being given, there'd be thousands of people going to every Shia. So now instead they have to have, you have to have like posters up for three weeks before, you know, like Charlie Harari is coming to, is coming to Flatbush. You've got to get poor Charlie to bother him, to hack him to come to Flatbush. So this way you can get all the, all the, all the, all the Charlie, all of Charlie's fans to come out to hear the Vatara. I'm not saying that to me, I lo- you know, I'm saying that with, with tremendous love and respect. And, and the other wonderful people who are going out to try this. And you have to advertise, you have to push, you have to get, you have to make phone calls and see who's going to come to this Shia. And, 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 and try. Because why? Because going to a Shia is unnatural. It's, going, it's unnatural. But then it's an amazing thing. Even on a bad day in Yankee Stadium, like on a, like on a, a bad day, there's going to be like 25,000 people, no? That's already bizarreness for Yankee, that's already bad. Uh, there will be 25,000 people in the stadium. And I think about that sometimes. 25,000 people came to the Shia. 25,000 people came to the Shia. <clears throat> and you can, give, and you, can give a Shia, you can give a Shia in Reb Tzaldik, in, in, in Rekibiyeg, or whatever, and, and because you with advertising, calling up and begging your friends to come, so seven people come, and the four of them are sleeping, the other three, and each one of them, their wife gives them a medal when they come home, and not to the Shia. And 25,000 people can go to the stadium on a bad night when they're playing, a, I don't know who the team's good teams are nowadays, when it's playing a bad team, they're ready to, you get, it's a shvacha crowd, and the stadium's empty, and everybody's embarrassed. And still, with a bad, with a bad night in the stadium, there's still 20,000 people that went. So you're saying they're pulling from a bigger pool. If we would be in a place of Teva, we'd be mashugah to go to every single shia to learn. To, every every shia would be packed. Every tila would be packed. Instead you, have, instead, you have a Shia, and people come to a Shia, they wander in a little bit late, sometimes they come, sometimes they don't care, they come, and they feel so good, I went to this Shia, I went to a Shia today. Even if they don't know what was said, they don't listen, they don't, but I went to this Shia, wow, I'm an unbelievable person. All of this is gullus. It's gullus. It's a separation between, between Kodesh and Chol. And when there's a separation between Kodesh and Chol, we experience Yiddishkeit as something which is not Teva. It's unnatural. It's unnatural. But when it comes to the ball game, yeah, that's natural. When it comes to eating, that's natural. Yeah, sure. It's not a machai. That's, that's, that's not a problem. That's a machai. A person feels to, to, to convince him to come, <coughs> to convince him to come to Kiddush. So I have people all the years tell me, have, if, we put out, if we put out schnapps on Shabbos, then people, more people, well, you made this Xavier years ago that you can't have any schnapps in the shul, and because of that, we lost a lot of the Jews, especially young people now, because the main reason they come to shul is to drink. <laughs> so I so I don't care if we have, t- as long as I have a minute, I don't care. I'm not making a shul for, these, for this. So it's very bad, it's, it's politically incorrect to do such a thing. You're supposed to put out a lot of schnapps, so you, this way you can get the guys to come to shul, the guys. To come to shul, tzachmanes, But this is what goes on everywhere. If to put out something to get them to come, they have to smell. If they smell a bottle of shivas regal or, sh- or schnapps. Then they then they start. Then they come to shul. They come to shul. So someone's telling me you have to make kedushin. You have to make. You have to make more. You have to put out more schnapps this way. You can. You know. You get the young. You got to get the young people to come. So you got to put out schnapps for them. Maybe we should have attractive young ladies serving the schnapps outside <laughs> on the street. Maybe we'll get guys to come. Huh? No? All the young people out there, we get some, we get some pretty girls standing outside offering schnapps. Come in, come in. Kihila Kedisha. Come to the Kihila Kedisha. 
That would be even better. We get them, you get a big oil. You get a big oil. But I'm making jokes, but I'm making fun. But you know, it's not, it's not away from reality that I'm talking about. It's Rahmanis, it's godless. It's godless. So somebody comes to school and they ask, like, what do you have in this school? We dive in here. <laughs> we dive and we learn. No, I know that. Of course I know. But what else you got? What's going on here? Uh, there, there are youth groups we have. Nah. What do you really have going on over here? This is where we are. This is where we are. This is where we're holding. Yiddishkeit is such a second, third, fourth language that we have to figure out all kinds of kunzim to be able to, that a Jew should come into a shul. So once I'm ready coming here for a schnapps, no, I might as well say a kedusha. No, I mean, I'm ready, I already came for a drink. I might as well say, uh, yeah, I might as well say an ashray, ashray. You know, when I'm here, ready, I should say, it's not nice if I don't say ready, a little bit of an ashray. When I'm here. You think this is far from reality? It's not far at all. I mean, I'm here, so I'll say ready, I'll dive in a little bit. And if there's not a kid this the next week, where's that guy? So we have to think of, uh, we have to spend, the Jews have to spend more money to make sure we put out more food and more schnapps to get these Jews to come. So we have to spend money, even though he's going to go home and he's going to eat in five minutes. So we have to put out food and schnapps, because that's the way to get the guys. you got to get the guys. Get the guys. This is all Rachmanus. Because every drop of, y- of Davin, every drop of Yiddishkeit comes with a Milchama. So that's why we have to think of all kinds of things to all kinds of strategy, how do we fight with the other side? How do we fight with the other side? So we've got to think of ways to, to get the guys to come to shul, to get people to daven and so on, whatever it is. Avla Kedusha Lecham is Nagaratava. So Rav Kuk writes, but this kind of Kedusha. And Bo Hashem, if you get the guy to come, good. And the guy's in shul, and say a couple of words, fine. And we got the Daf Yom, we got, we got people learning, Beautiful. We're able to do that, remember, because the Shekhinah came with us in the Golas. So we're able, to, we're able to put together some stuff. We can put together a program of Yiddishkeit, even, a chutz, even though it's a Chutzlar, even though it's not with so much excitement and so much, but we're able to put together a program. But this Kedusha that has to fight against Teva, ain't a Kedusha Shleimah. It's, it's, it's a great thing, but it's not Kedusha Shleimah. That's not the Tachlis of Am Yisrael. That's not Kedusha Shleim. That's not Kedusha Shleim. It's not going to be Khalila that, that, that Mashiach is going to come to the world and in order to get Na'ilam and Yushleim is going to have to make a big Kiddush. You understand? Not to say that there's not going to be a Kiddush. There'll be a big Kiddush, Mitzvah But that's not the drawer. That's not why Mashiach is going to be Matzliach. Because of the Kiddush. Kedusha Alechemis Negerateva. Now we're going to learn inside Rav Avinir. Mr. Shem, a little bit of a parish. <clears throat> we'll go, Mr. Shem, to get a better sense of what this means. Hakedusha lechemes negrateva. This type of kedusha, where you feel that kedusha and chol are at odds with each other, like from people and non from people, like learning and working. That. Division that they're that they're at odds with each other, learning, working, and learning are two opposite kaiches. That if you learn, then you're then you could be a kaddish, and if you work, that means you're chol. That division 
is is godless. That's godless. That's not kedusha shleim. Kedusha shleim is that uh, uh, that that those two worlds merge together, and a person a person who's working in the in in a way of yoshamayim and so on and so forth. That that's kaidish. And you could have another person who who is learning. And his learning is for the wrong reasons, and so that is a, and, and it's not lishma, and that could be chol. Even though he's officially saying the words, that could be chol. The tachlis is that is kodesh and chol. All of that comes together in teva, in the teva of a Jew. So akedusha lochemis negra teva ain't a kedusha shleima. That's not kedusha shleima. Kedusha has to fight against teva. That's not Kedusha Shleim. So the fact that you held back and you didn't, uh, that you didn't eat that, uh, you know, the, the, or you didn't do that, that's, that's, that's Kedusha. It is Kedusha. It's tremendous Kedusha. It's what's called in, uh, in the language of, of Chazal and Chassidus and Tani, Iskafia, to fight against it, Iskafia, to hold yourself back. Of course there's Kedusha in that. That's the Shechina that came with us in Golis. And we have the Kaychis, and we have the, it's hard, but we, we, we work at that, and we try, and it's, ka, it's Kafia, which means to force, to fight, to fight, and, we, and, we, and we're able to put together Kedusha and Chuzlars. But that's not the, that's not the Tachlis. Eina Kedusha Shleim. Hitzvicha liya is belua besamtsiso ha'alyoyna begdusha ha'alyoyna. The truth is that there but ideally, there, there should not be a war between Kodesh and Chol. There should not be a war. But rather, Teva should be absorbed completely. Teva is, is completely absorbed, is completely, completely nichlal in Kedusha Halyayna. In Kedusha Halyayna. In the highest kedusha, this is an example of a, a very obvious example of of the strong unique that Rav Cook had from from the world of the Balsham Tov Kodesh and Chasidus. Of course, that's what this is. This is the Teres of Balsham. Shehia kedusha shebet teva atzma, which is the kedusha of teva itself. The kedusha of nature itself. That means the that everything is kodesh. It's not. It's not a fight against teva. It's not a fight against chol. Everything is kodesh. Everything is kedusha. The kedusha b'teva atzma, where nature itself is seen as something which is holy, and therefore I naturally, I naturally am and drawn to. Kedusha, to holiness. Not that it's unnatural. It's because of this separation that 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 we're that we have been taught that that the learning is Kodesh. And this is what you see in all the in a lot of the literature that comes out from Israel, that the, that that is Kodesh and that and that the uh, that the army is Chol, let's say. There's a big Mulchama in Israel. Akadekah that you have that there are people who consider themselves to be shamatarimitsis, they look down upon and they make fun and they even sometimes have done terrible things to, to soldiers or even from soldiers. 
And despite the many, many things that are wrong with that on, on other levels of their heritage, after all, these are people who are protecting you and saving your life. Uh, aside from that basic, you know, their heritage zero 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 one. On a deeper level, it's it's the terrible tragedy of Gullahs. It's the tragedy of Gullahs. To see those as two distinct and separate worlds. And to say that there's Kedusha in a person who's in that uniform, who's protecting other Jews, is seen as something which is apikosis, mamish, in the world that's seen as Kodesh. This is a terrible, terrible separation that's taken place as a result of Golas. Because we lived for so many years in a place of terrible tumen among Tumeyim. And the only way that we could find Kedusha was by crawling into, into Shul and going into the Bismedrash. That was the only place that we could find some comfort from Golas and to be away from the from the tumen, the insanity of of, of of the Polish and of the Germans and so on, so we had our places of Kedusha. So we got used to seeing, we got used to living a life with this Kodesh and this Chol, with this Shabbos and the six days. That's how we got used to thinking, that's how we got used to living. But that's not the Tachlis. Shia Kedusha Shebeteva Atzma. The ideal of the Tachlis is Kedusha Shebeteva Atzma. So this, this is the whole Mulchamu of Kukat. So, so now, the, what came through Golis is that you can't be from and be an artist. You can't paint and be from. Those are two different worlds. And Rav Kuk said, no, we need to open up a school for, for from people who want to be artists. We have to open up a school. We have to help these people. And then all the signs all over Yerushalayim. That's it. All over Yerushalayim. About Rav Cook. You can't be from and exercise. You can't be from and, and play ball. Rav Cook said, no, 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 we have to make sure that all the yeshivas have some exercise. And then you have to new signs all over. <laughs> there are people who spend their entire lives peeling and putting, peeling. And you know, in Yerushalayim, if you're familiar with that, there's all the signs. And and Rav Kook, Rav Kook said that the Jews are Yevonim and Jews are supposed to go exercise. Jews are Yevonim. Jews are Greeks. And what did Rav Kook meant when he said Kedusha B'teva? Kedusha B'teva. And you have people who will learn the Swarm of the Baal Tanya, who will learn Rabbi Nachman, who will learn all this from Akadoshim, and 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 they, then they see the, they see this and they don't understand that it's just see this in practice in, in the world as opposed to just being in a book being in the world kedusha b'teva shiyak kedusha shebeteva atzma shuhu yisoid tikun olam kulo ubisumahagamer that's the yisoid of fixing the world ubisumahagamer and the and and um, and filling the world with the fragrance. Bisum means to, like. Bisum is written with the sin and with the samach. It means to, to 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 bring it to a place of perfection. 
Ba'kodesh Shabagoyla, Yechuber El Kodesh Aretz. The Tachlis is that, that everything will come back and all of the Kodesh of Golos will be joined to the Kodesh of Eretz Yisrael. And then he ends with a famous Gemara in Megillah, which we'll see more about when we learn, the, when we learn from Rav Avinir, the parish. But the Gemara says, Asidin Bateknesiyas Abatet Medroshes Shababovel Shiyikovu Be'ez Yisrael. Gemara says that when Mashiach comes, all of the shuls and all the Bateh Medroshes, the yeshivas of, of Bovel, of Chutzlaretz, are going to be established in Eretz Yisrael. So what does that, what does he bring that Gemara at the end? You know, Rav Kook has those endings so what's that ending? The end, that he ends with this Gemara. That What does that have to do with? With Teva, and he's talking about Kodesh of Golos being joined with Kodesh. So the joining of Kodesh and Golos, which means the shuls and the yeshivas of Chutzlars, are going to be reunited with the Kodesh of Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> with the shuls and the yeshivas of Eretz Yisrael. And I've seen about the Knesias, about the Midrash, they're all going to be brought to Eretz All of the shuls and yeshivas of Chutzlaretz are going to be brought to Eretz What does that mean? Why does Rav Kook bring that at the end? Yeah, Shem. So maybe he's saying that the Knesias and the will be Kaveya themselves with Eretz Yisrael, with the natural Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. I mean, I, we always say, oh, we'll be this Kedusha. Ishkodesh is going to be magically transformed and flung on a magic carpet. So that, I think, is, you know, on one level, of course, all the shoes will be moved. But I think he means maybe that there'll be a kvius of the natural Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael in Chutzlar. Right, excellent. It's not, Rav Kook is saying that, okay, we're macabre, the Kabbalah, that geographically something will happen with that stuff in buildings. We're simple Jews, and we believe in however Hashem will do that, fine. But Rav Kook is saying it's much, much deeper than that. It's much more significant than that. It's not a question of real estate. Buildings, uh, Mitzvah will have, will have what we need. That's not, that's not the question of how am I going to get my stender over there, you know? That's, that's not. It'll work out. Everything will be okay. That's not the point. How do I get my stender there? And what's going to be like with all of our stuff? That's not, that's not. What it means on a deeper level is that in Ruchnius, in Ruchnius, the Besamedrish, the Kedusha of Chutzlar is, is going to be reunited with the Kedusha of Ergeso. What Shem is saying. That reunion of the Kedusha, of all that Kedusha, which is which was the fight and the struggle and so on, of Chutzlaretz, will be reinstated and re- restored to the Sherish of Kedusha and Eretz Yisrael. And it will receive, it will then be illuminated with the Tzura of the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, of Kedusha Zatav. Now, as, as Reb Shaila often does, he doesn't bring the entire piece, and therefore, we need to learn it inside the Eretz Atchir. So the papers that you have in front of you are from Eretz Atchir. Siv Chav Ches in Eretz Atchir.
So we'll go through the, what we learned so far. We'll go through with, with, with some a little bit of, of help from Rav Avinir. And then we'll see the entirety of the piece, the piece, the part that Reb Shaila, for whatever reason, Reb Shaila left out. So what's in the bold print is the, are the words of Rav Kook that we just learned, and then then uh, Rav Avinir's commentary is uh, in the regular writing. Hakdusha Shabbat Teva. Rav Avinir writes is Kedusha She'enah Shalalas Esa Inyonim Hativim and Etzurachim Lachaim. Kedusha Shabbat Teva, of course, does not reject does not reject uh, all of the things that are part of, uh, of physical life, eating and sleeping and art and music and working out, all of that stuff. It doesn't reject it. Kedusha Shebeteva is, is to reveal the Kedusha and all of those things. But that, being able to live on that in that way, that's Kedusha Zeretisho. In other words, recognizing the Kedusha in everything, in Teva, in nature, in farming, in music, in art, in working out, in economy, in the economy, and so on, in Teva. That's called Kedusha Sarchisro. Because there, Kedusha is our first language. That's Mamaloshan. And in Mamaloshan, everything is Elokus, everything is God. That's my emotion. Everything is God. So, the elokus is in the in the farm. The elokus is in the army. The elokus is in the economy. Mm-hmm. Everything is elokus. That's my emotion. It's teva. There's no there's no contradiction between between uh, teva and Yiddishkeit. There's no contradiction. It's not a mulchama. Everybody everybody gets along. Everything's good. <coughs> That's v'yishatun levatach baratzichem. That's this week's parsha. That's what it means. So, Kedusha B'Tava, this parasha, right? The brachas of Eretz Yisrael are brachas of Kedusha B'Tava. You will live securely in your land. There will no longer be any wars. It doesn't just mean with the Arabs. Of course, that's, that's Aleph. But not just that we'll be at peace from our enemies. But there will no longer be the enemy inside that's telling you not to be a Jew. What are all of our brothers and sisters in HSL that are not religious going to do once the Arabs are gone? Then they're going to be left just with other Jews and, and, and themselves. So the Tachlis is not to be at war, not, not with the Arabs, that will finish in Hashem. And, and within ourselves, and amongst ourselves. There's no Muhammad. Yishatun levetach ba'atzichem. Betach means batuach. Batuach means with certainty. And certainty means that the Muhammad is finished. The Muhammad is finished. We no longer have to fight to be Jews. Not just against Goyim, but with the Goy inside of us, you understand? With the Goy inside. We're not going to fight with the Goy inside that says not to dive and not to learn. We're not going to have to fight with that Goy anymore. <laughs> Finished. Mulcham is done. Then, then we'll return to that to that reality that everything is elokus and the Yiddishkeit is, is who we are. It's not a second language or a third language, and it's not a mulchama. I don't have to fight against anything. It's just a machai. It's, it's a it's, it's my greatest pleasure. 
And therefore, eating is all part of Elokuz, and sleeping is Elokuz, and the husband and wife is Elokuz, and children are all Elokuz. So everything, is, everything is natural. It's a machai. That's Kedusha's Eretzisrael. Vil'uma Zoyz, Rav Iner explains, Yeridas HaMadrege Shel HaShchina, again, the bold is Rav Kuk, HaShchina Shiyodav HaGolos in Yisrael, that Yeridah of Golos, which, Baruch Hashem, the Shechini came with us, into Golos, who HaKishrin, that gave us the ability, and we have the skill, LaHame Kedusha B'Niglutava. We learned over the years how to, how to establish Kedusha, against Teva. And we've gotten pretty good at it. Because we, we're, able to, we're able to fight and to put together Kedusha in our lives, even though it's benigud Teva. Benigud Teva. Even though it's, it's against the Teva that we feel. We don't feel like doing it, but we push ourselves and, and we do it. That Kishun, that ability that we have to do that, Requires that that's because the shechina that's with us, and it requires tremendous mesirus nefesh. That's mesirus nefesh. We feel it's mesirus nefesh. I was I was making some uh, I was being a little bit cynical before, but this uh, about how it's mesirus nefesh, the, it's mesirus nefesh to get the shul. Mesirus nefesh to get the shul. If you say that to an to an old yid. Try telling it to my father's uncle's on sign, Mr. Weinberger. It's such mysterious nerves that you go to shul. My father, my father has a my father, and there's a friend of his uh, that uh, is a, a year younger than my father. They've been friends since he's not from my father's hometown, but but his wife is from my father's hometown, and my father's friends with him since since the Mulhama. They met here. In, they really met here in America. They didn't know each other in Europe. But they're very good friends, and they're really they, they're the only two that are left in the neighborhood from that world. And my father's friend is not doing well. His wife has been in the hospital for a few weeks, and my father's friend has been has been uh, falling has been has been deteriorating. He's already he's ninety one, ninety two years old. He's deteriorating very much. And uh, and my father my father told me yesterday. You know, he gives me every day. He tells me how. How this how this yid is doing, and uh, you know, old for him and so on. And and my father said that he was t- he 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 says that a lot of it he said he, he he's depressed because he's depressed because his wife is in the hospital and and my father said that he he went to talk to him. He said you you didn't come to shul already in three days. You didn't come to shul. So the ninety three year old is telling the ninety one year old. What's the matter with you? Why are you sitting here like this? Why don't you come to shul? So he's saying, And my father is so frustrated with his friend that he's not coming to shul. And my father goes there, he walks there every day to bring him to shul, and he says, I don't want to go. My father can't get over it. How come he's not coming to shul? So I said, Daddy, you're like, it's hard for him. He's, he's depressed. So my father says, what do you mean he's depressed? He has, you have to, you're depressed? You go to shul. You have to go to shul. So then you go to shul. You daven for the depression, whatever. That's what my father says to me. 
Think of the things that keep us from getting to the right places. Because if you tell these, if you tell these Jews, wow, it's such mischievous nefesh that you go to shul in the morning. I remember that. I remember that when I lived in Farakwe. So there was the old Rabbi Katz. You know the shul Rabbi Katz? You know, you know what I'm talking about. On Hicksville. So I remember old Rabbi Katz. You remember him? So, you know, his sons are very, very elegant, very all the boys, they're very boys, the older men. But they're they're very, very of people. And I, and I lived around the corner on Jarvis. And, and I remember that, that old rough cats would go to the mikveh. The mikveh was by, was by the Sulitzer. That was the mikveh where we went. In those years, that was before. And the mikveh was by, on beach night, was the mikveh. So, Shabbos morning, I would I would walk over there to go to the mikveh, and I would see one of Rabbi Katz's sons walking with him. And I'm telling you, it had to take at least an hour to walk. Now, if you know Farakway, from Hicksville or Rabbi Katz to get to the to Beach Knife, that takes a regular person how long? Two minutes. Well, two three minutes. And Rabbi Katz would go to the mikveh. And then, and then a few times I would see in the mikveh and the tzidkas of the sons to help him in the mikveh with the clothing and with everything. He walked like this, like an inch at a time. And, and I was in the spoil. It would be hot outside, whatever it was. And with the hole, with the stram, with the hole of Rush. And Rav Katz, both of me, Tzad Rav Katz, and then with the, with the son. The, the, first of all, the keyboard of, I saw in that. And then, and the so to me, it's the biggest misunderstanding. I never asked Rabbi, Rabbi Katz about it, but if you would ask Rabbi Katz, wow, this is how you moisten efforts like that, he would look at you like you're from another planet. He says, what do you mean? I have to go to the Mikvah, the Shabbos. Because that's the Teva of Kedusha. The Teva of Kedusha is, it's, it's Mesiris Nefesh. Now for the outsider, it's like unbelievable, Mesiris Nefesh. But, so I'm already, you know, a generation or two removed from that, so I would see this, and I said, oh, it's unbelievable, Mesiris Nefesh. What Mesiris Nefesh that is. <coughs> like, like I'm ner- I already got to a point where I'm nervous by slichas, like people having to stay up late for slichas, you know what I mean? Not myself, that's, uh, but I get nervous, like, because people say to me, you have to, you have to try to make slichas like 10 minutes earlier, or to speak a little bit less, and so on, because how's the oil going to manage being up at, you know, 1.30 on a, on a, on a, on a Matzah Shabbos. But it's interesting. The oil was able to stay at 1.30 on Matzah Shabbos when it comes to Teva. Nachon? No? Everybody's up at 1.30. But Slichus, everybody, everybody feels like it's up Slichus. Oh, what I did this night, I was up for Slichus. I was up for Slichus. When it comes to, when it comes to, God forbid, to a movie or things like this, I see 1.30 in the morning on Matzah Shabbos is nothing. It's nothing. What's the problem? You have a nine o'clock minion. Uh, no problem. To be up one thirty. But for slichus, for slichus is like it's a, it's a whole Indian of mysterious nefesh. Because it, if you feel that it's not yet teva, then it's always mysterious nefesh. And it, it, and there's truth to that, and there's greatness to that. There is something great about it. It's not saying that it's not great, but the Indian of mysterious nefesh is whatever's against your teva. Means that you have to be moisa nefesh. It means that I have to give up my natural need and be myself to God's 
command to what God wants. That's called Mesiris Nefesh. I'm giving up my need. The greatest need is to stay alive. Mesiris Nefesh means the Dal Kedush Hashem. So I'm giving up my great. I'm giving up my need because of my Amuna, and I'm doing what God said. That's Mesiris Nefesh, and there's Kedusha in that. Whatever that person's level is, there's Kedusha in that. I'm not Chasus all making fun of that, but there's Kedusha in that. Just one second. Let's just read it. Look at look at twelve forty four. Down the footnote. Because you do need a certain talent, skill, and ability to be able to to be able to fight against your teva. But mesirus nefesh it requires mesirus nefesh ubaamal otsum and requires amelus, amelus hard work. It's hard work. There's a beautiful piece there. Take a look, you'll see. The, the talent, the Jewish, the talent, the skill of Kedusha that the Jewish people have. We have the skill of Kedusha. Hakedusha al-Yoyna, he says, she is so that Sidkus amufloga ha-Ruchanis. He kishwan goyna, he says, it's an ingenious kishwan, a talent that the Jews have of Kedusha. It's a talent, it's a skill. Mutbab Yisoyda Chaim Eshoyesha Hanasham, but that's that has been that that's engraved in the Yisod, in the foundation of Jewish life and the Shoresh of the Neshama Muvan. Sheish Mokam Lerotzna Chovshi Lefatech Zakishin Ezer Vegam Latash Deshay Avol Yisoyda Kishin Vleirak Rotzn Poshut. It's not just a simple Rotzna will. There's a certain talent and a skill, a Kishin that we have of how to force ourselves. We have we have all kinds. That's why I gave an example. The Daf Yomi is such a thing. The Dafyam is an example of a kishun of how of how Jews are ingenious. We're ingenious at thinking of ways to be kaddish. There's this brilliant. There's a certain in, there's a certain ingenuity that we have and a creativity that we have to fight against teva, and it's amazing. It's amazing. A good teacher that a good teacher can get if you can get like a bunch of little third graders or something to pay attention. No. So you, you have to come in now, a teacher who teaches little kids, and not just little kids, uh, older kids, and, and adults. That's what I was saying before, about getting people to come. But in the classroom, the kids have no choice. They're little kids, so they come to the class. How do you get these kids to listen? So every teacher's got to come in, like in a clown uniform. And he's got to come to Pashas Noach. He's got to bring in uh, elephants and, and giraffes into the classroom and to teach them about Pashas Noach. He's got to, he's got to, you know, he, has to, he has to juggle and do things, and, and he has to, we have to go on... Uh, uh, class trips every 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 uh, every once in a while you have a class, but usually it's class trips and stuff like that. And all of this is to, but it's a kishrin, how to get this kid to listen. And, and Rav Kook says there's a goyness, there's a brilliance, it's ingenious. How Jews have been able to somehow fight against the unnatural, the, the natural urge of gullus not to sit in class. It's, it's it. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how we do that. To put together a program of Kedusha and Chutz, and Chutz Laretz before Mashiach. It's unbelievable how, but it's, but it's a Muhammad. It's Mamash Muhammad. And it requires a Kishrin. There's a certain talent, a skill, ingenuity that comes with that. Then you want to say something? Yeah, I, I was wondering because it seems that the Kedusha is the opposite of Teva, but in the Koya Khatumo, they also have the same thing. You look at the Galochim and the monks and the, the other world. They also have the same men against the Teva with, with Tome, not with Kedusha. Yeah. So, uh, and they lose. 
That's what we want to believe that, but I don't know. I mean, they have some everything alone. I, I, I would assume, or maybe not. I don't know. That's a good question. It's an, and, and it's not something to, to poo-poo, right? There needs to be an understanding of what that means. What is the Ehrlichkeit of a, of, of, of a, of a Galach? What's the Ehrlichkeit of a, of, a, of a guy that tries to fight against his Teva? Listen, a person who's tempted, a person who's tempted to steal something at work and, he's, and he believes in the Ten Commandments and he believes in God, whether he's a Jew or he's not a Jew, and he, and he fights against that and he's Matzliach, he's Matzliach. There's something that there's greatness to that. There's no question about that. There's greatness. But the 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 question really is, what is the what is that the nature? What is the kishun that a non-Jew has? It's an important question. Not the, what's the kishun that a guy has, and how do the kishun that a Jew has? Obviously, the kishun that we have comes from the nefesh of the kiss, and the kishun the guy has, which the Tanya talks about at the very beginning of Tanya, is chesalul mechatis. There's some ulterior. Indian that's involved over there, which is not the subject that we're going into right now, but there's, there's also a kishun, right? and it's a chashva thing. And if therefore if a guy is able to, if a guy is able to fight against his tava, and lefi madre gosa, to be somebody that is living a decent moral life, kol kavod. And if it's with and it's with the shavim, if it's with the shavim mitzvahs, he's a chelkin alav, kol kavod. It's a very very chashva thing. It's a very chashva thing, but it's a different type of a mulcham. It's a different type of Muhammad. Yeah, one, one last thing. I think it's time to, yeah. I just wanted to ask, does, I mean, according, according to everyone else, let's say, the people that are in school, are they all being like holy that there's Kedusha and everything? Or are they, are they saying that, okay, Taki, right, there is Kedusha and everything, but meaning when do we have the right to like engage that Kedusha? Just because there's Kedusha in Times Square, like, should I go walk around there? Right. And like, meaning... Hey, talk to busy event like I, that. That I can't. That I can't go do that because there is Kedusha there. But so, so where's the line? Like, I think that the more learned, I think the more learned people understand that it's that that is the ultimate ideal, and that Kedusha is everywhere. And what we're in right now is an unfortunate bedevet byproduct of Golos. But I think there are many, many people who are even people who learn who just have made this black and white thing between Kedusha and and see it as being michutz. I think that there's. I think that they're both types of people. They're both types. I think we, it's, it's, it's well, for now. It's, it's I only hold the people. Good job, good job.